Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. I always say, eat the foods you love and the foods that love you back. So stop eating foods that make you feel horrible. (laughs) Hey girl, imagine a life where you feel supported, connected, and understood. I get it. Being a mom is hard, especially when you're spinning so many plates. We exhaust ourselves trying to create the perfect life for our family. You deserve to enjoy your family without the stress perfectionism brings. On this podcast, I provide practical and relatable life experiences. I teach women quick and easy to use strategies to help them reclaim their identity, reignite their marriage, and enjoy their children. If you're ready to be challenged, then pull up a chair 
Grab a pen and paper because it's about to go down. I'm Veronica Cisneros, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Hey, Lori, I am so excited to be on here with you for like 50,000 reasons that we're going to totally get into. <laughs> It's going to be so much fun. Thank you, Veronica. <laughs> Absolutely. I totally feel like this is going to be a little bit of a therapy session where I'm Good. not the therapist, though. Where I'm not the therapist. Good. <laughs> Just give me all you got. Okay. So <laughs> I'm super excited because we're coming into the new year. We're recording this um, in December. And I'm getting so many questions with regards to intermittent fasting. So before we get to all of the goodness, can you tell us how you started? Like, how did this come about? Yes. I have considered myself a healthy eater, a health conscious person since my late 20s when I woke up one day and I was like, I think all those Diet Cokes might not be so good for me. <laughs> Maybe they're not making me not feel so well. And so that began this uh, desire to feel better and better and to put things in my body and to move my body in a way that has me feel feel great and be healthy. And then when I was 44, I went into perimenopause and they don't send us to biology class for older women. No, no. <laughs> and so I just thought my air conditioner had broken. <laughs> it was broken. I was like, I need a new AC. It is hot in here. It's hot in here. Yeah, where do I go to get one? <laughs> and, uh, that's one aspect of perimenopause and menopause that we understand. It, it might be happening are hot flashes, but we don't know really how absolutely horrible that feels and we don't know all the other things that are intertwined and all the ways that our bodies and our minds change and the hormonal imbalances that happen with perimenopause and perimenopause is before things start changing you're in pre-menopause and then you're in perimenopause which is oh those hormones are changing (laughs) it's all out of whack and then menopause is when that one day after you haven't had your cycle for a year, you are now post-menopausal. So I went through perimenopause really struggling with depression and just newfound experiences and sleeplessness and aches and frozen shoulder, all sorts of pains and challenges in perimenopause. So I couldn't wait for it all to be over. And when my period stopped and then I was in menopause at age 49, which is early, um, suddenly I gained 50 pounds. Boom. And so I did everything I knew how to do already, you know, tighten things up and need all the right things. And I was a marathon runner. So I'll just run more (laughs) and nothing worked. And so after four and a half years of really being, I, I ached head to toe. It was just an hormonal mess and inflammatory mess. And, um, After four and a half years, short story, but I went home to Colorado to visit my mom where I grew up. And she said, let's use this time that you're home to turn the weight around. Ooh. (laughs) Like, boom, we're just going to steer this ship in a different direction. (laughs) Bada bing. You know, it's like, uh, not so easy. Like, I haven't been trying. And I wailed and cried like a five-year-old having a temper tantrum is only a an adult daughter can do with her annoying Uh, mom. And um, I have to say she was 
just the best, the best mom ever. It's just, I like to laugh about that. Let's just turn the weight around. And um, she listened and she said, let's pray for an answer because I truly, I, I tried everything. And that night, for the first time ever, I found, I Googled the same thing I always had, like menopausal, hormonal, stubborn, fat, help me. And I read about intermittent fasting for the first time. And I watched videos and I listened to things and I read stuff and I stayed up all night and I said to her in the morning, well, thanks. Thank you. I found something I'm going to try. And it sounds a little crazy that I'm going to stop eating and eat in an eating window. And she said that made perfect sense to her. And asked how she could support me. So I did actually use that time that I was home with her to try something new after I had tried everything. So that's what happened. And then I was able to lose 51 pounds in 15 months. But the miracle was, and this is really the foundation of all my coaching, is that I felt better within three days. I had the experience of feeling more like myself. We only, we know, and there aren't even words for how does feeling like yourself feel? How does feeling better feel? How does the the fog lifting and the clarity lining up and the energy feeling stable? You know, it's like yeah. when you feel like yourself, it's yeah. just miraculous. And so I, um, I'm on a mission to have all people eat in an eating window and you get to say when it is, when it is, how long it is. You get to say what you eat. You get to say how you move your body. But with having an intermittent fasting regimen as the foundation for your wellness plan or your, all your wellness, having that intermittent fasting schedule makes everything better. So that's why it's really fun for me to talk to you. Yeah. No, I'm, so I'm super excited about this and this couldn't come any sooner. Here's why. Usually my normal weight is about like, let's say 130 to 140, right? Yeah. There's Five, a range. Eight. It never hits a number and stays there. It's a right? zone. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. So I'm usually about 130 to 140. And this is where I say this is going to be totally a therapy session where I bow out hmm. as a therapist. <laughs> and... Right now, I kid you not, the other day, I totally hit 156. And I was like, Lori, I, I, I shit you not. I looked at the scale and I was like, well, okay, you did it. You, you, you did it. You somehow managed mm-hmm. to hit the 156 mark. And I have a, I'm, I have a small frame. I'm, I'm, you know, small. But I'm not small right now. And it's like the clothes were already not fitting, right? Mm-hmm. And... The clothes that I used to wear weren't looking as sexy as I once looked. And like, I just started to feel it. Like I started to just feel it. And it's like, what the hell is happening? When I hit, when I stepped on that scale and it read 156, it was like, damn, Veronica, you got it. You, you, I keep on promoting to everybody. It starts with you. That change starts with you. However, what I realized was, okay, wait a minute, you're promoting to everybody. It starts with you. Change starts with you. But at what point do you turn around and go, it, it, it starts right here with you. And I'm pointing to myself right now as, you know, I'm looking at Lori, but it's like, no, it, it's, it literally starts with you. So what happened? What, what's going on? And that's, I tend to go into like, what happened? Where did it go? How, you know, what are the consequences of right. it? What are the benefits? I totally go into therapist mode. And it dawned on me last night when I was, I took my daughter, my oldest out um, to dinner. She stays at the dorms 
and every now and then we hook up, took her out to dinner and that excitement happened. That excitement of, oh my gosh, what am I going to eat? Ooh, I get to eat anything. And I started romanticizing, you know, food. And it was like, huh, what do we want for an appetizer? Do I want a margarita or am I going to go without a margarita? And I was like, oh, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to drink. I have to, you know, I try to make sure I don't drink and drive at all. Um, but it was like, huh, what do, what do I want right now? And that's the thing that started to excite me is I get to pick and choose whatever I want. And so I'm looking at the menu and it's like, God, do I really want to have this right now? Do I really want to leave here? I already don't fit in these pants, just being honest. And do I really want to leave here after eating? Cause we went to Mexican restaurant after eating enchiladas, rice and beans and mm-hmm. having chips and then having an appetizer, do I want to really leave here feeling nasty again? Do I really want that? And it was like, no. And what do I really want to eat right now? Like, take out celebration. What do I really, what am I really hungry for? And I looked at the soup and I was like, I really, I'm not even really that hungry. I just want a soup. And when the guy came, I immediately went to enchiladas because that's my go-to. But it was like, wait a minute. I don't want enchiladas. I'll have soup. And he's like, oh yeah, we have the best soup, which just enticed me. It just enticed it, you know, me and more, but it was like, holy shit. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm talking to Lori. So I'm have a total come to Jesus moment tomorrow, but it was one of those things. And so I know I'm not the only one struggling with this. I know I'm not because I hear women all the time with this. So it's like, okay, I'm going to show up to this podcast and I'm going to show up open, honest, vulnerable. And I show up that way anyway, but this is a little bit more personable, personal to me. And so I want to make sure it's like, okay, let's go. Like, does this really work? Is this another thing that I'm going to do that I'm, you know, I've done intermittent fasting, if I'm being completely honest, because I used to have a trainer. I've done intermittent fasting, but it wasn't on purpose. I've done it with like, oh shit, it's like two o'clock. I should eat right now. (laughs) And you know, I'm, I'm a clinician, so I'm back to back with clients. And then I also have a podcast and then I also teach a whole bunch. So it's like time escapes me. Like, and I'm not trying to use that as an excuse. I'm just giving you my honest, um, like just being honest right now. And so it's two o'clock and it's like, oh shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm definitely intermittent fasting now. Cause it's two o'clock and I still haven't had anything to eat. Awesome. And then at night it's like, oh shit, I just need to eat right now. I'm starving and I'm ready to kill my husband because food's not ready. Um, and then I eat and it's like this big old huge meal. And then I tell myself I'm going to work out, but I don't because I'm so tired from the long day. So does this even really work? I guess that's, I'm just going to hit you hard, Lori. Does this even work? Yes. That it. So then we get to talk about what is it right? What is it? What is intermittent fasting? Okay. So I want to back up for a second. I love what you shared about your thought process at the restaurant, looking at the menu. And here's why here's where you went in a different direction than most people do. So one of my things that I say all the time is intermittent fasting with me. If if you have me as your coach, right? Mindset is everything. Everything. So one of the things with me is this isn't about air quotes being good. You know, we're always trying to be good. This isn't about being good. It's about feeling good. 
Yep. So there you were in the restaurant. You're excited to see your daughter. You're excited to have this food, celebratory meal. Yay. You're looking forward to those enchiladas. And all of a sudden, your thinking went in a direction of what's going to actually make me feel good. Yeah. You didn't say anything about, I guess I have to try to be good and have the no, fun. No. no, it was the context in how you thought your way through that was all about feeling it. Now, did your tight pants, were they a factor? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel good. <laughs> right. But I love that you were able to think that through in that way and come to a conclusion that you could have something delicious and celebratory and have an amazing conversation and enjoy the soup because somehow you could feel like that, that was going to make you feel better. That's so when the, when the conversation and the thinking is all about feeling great as opposed to being good, yeah, yeah. Then we're we're going in the same direction. So with feeling good and quieting the noise, like when you said everybody out there understands because food is on our minds all the time. Mm-hmm. And then the food is designed to keep us addicted, which isn't our fault. Yeah, And so we're hungry all the time, thinking about food all the time, trying to be good and it, it's torture and it never stops. And then, then we have the reminders of we're getting bigger and puffier and more bloated and achy yeah. and the clothes are too tight and I don't want to spend money on new clothes, but I mean, it just, it never stops. So Here's one thing that works about intermittent fasting. So now let's get to the question of, does it work? Yeah. Eating in an eating window and fasting clean, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Quiets the noise. So there's a reason why fasting is part of all religious, spiritual meditation traditions. Yeah. Because those wise people... (laughs) know that if you go out alone in the quiet to have us some sort of awakening or have new thoughts or feel more creative or just get out of a stressful stressfulness that not eating helps a lot yeah so can you can you be more clear with that because i want to make sure that People that might be struggling with eating disorders don't hear that and go, oh, yeah, I'm on the right track. I, There's oh. a difference between a disorder mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. something that you're consciously choosing. The, re- the relationship with food for an intermittent faster yes. gets remarkably wonderful. <laughs> okay? yeah. So this isn't about restricting or deprivation or control. Thank you. I want to make sure a- we hit that. And so I love Dr. Jason Fung uh, in Toronto, who wrote the obesity code and the diabetes code, and more recently, the cancer code, is that when people ask him about, you know, isn't this just an eating disorder, you know, some sort of starvation diet? He's like, wait a minute. No, if it would be absurd to tell people that they shouldn't wash their hands because they might get OCD. 
So we don't, right? Okay. Yeah, love so that analogy. Is an overwashing of hands, maybe, maybe it's that's a stereotype, but could that be a symptom, something that people with OCD do? Yes. But just because people who aren't dealing with that disorder want to wash their hands doesn't mean it's going to lead to that disorder. Okay. Yeah. So they are separate, they are not the same. And what people find so immediately as I did myself for myself and all my clients is that within a few days you start feeling better than you can remember feeling. And so to love your food later in your eating window and we discover together, what is that? You know, we can talk about how do you start and how do you keep going and and how do you discover and settle in? But basically Intermittent fasting is not a diet. It's a timing. So there's nothing about it. Now, a lot of people link it with the ketogenic diet, which I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. So it's a pattern of time. And there you take the 24-hour day and you chop it in two. There's the fasting hours and the eating window. And you get to say when it is. Now, I... I've been a certified health coach for a long time. I, I got the certification the year with a in a year long program just because it was my personal passion. Yeah, and um, but I never wanted to be the food police, and I'm still not. I help people discover the foods that I would say eat the foods you love and the foods that love you back. So yes. stop eating foods that make you feel horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, and most people aren't clear on which foods make them feel unwell. And fasting helps with that. There's this, this quiet discernment that when you're fasting clean for a good portion of the 24-hour period, you can start hearing the communication that your body is giving yeah. regarding the quantity of food it needs today and the nutrients the nutrients it needs today so the body doesn't have any calorie receptors it doesn't recognize calories it's a human construct that isn't it um another jason funk he he says that calories exist in physics but not in physiology our body has no calorie receptors it has nutrient receptors so it tells us the food it needs and we can start getting the communication when we're in intermittent faster cuz we have that quiet time so how does so so it sounds like it's a 6 hour window right oh no whatever you whatever you want so i recommend starting with 12 it's like what okay so here here everybody listen listen up so let's do it ladies Grab listen up Grab so veronica paper. what time will you close your eating window today meaning what time and don't be tough on yourself yeah, be realistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah so um let's say let's we usually eat at like eight we'll usually have dinner at like around seven or eight that's mm-hmm. when we'll eat Okay. So closing the time window, meaning that that's it after eight 30, no more window closed. Window closed. Okay. 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 So okay. for you, eight 30. Now other people Good. are like, Good. Oh, I eat an early dinner at four. I'll shut that thing at four 30 or five. You know, So everybody's different. And so the starting point is different. And what you'll do is you'll decide today what time you're closing your eating window. You'll shut that eating window. And right. at this part this point the fasting begins and you will be clean fasting what is that yes let's go there let's go there i'm closing the window now what 
plain water. Okay. Plain, bitter, black coffee. Plain, unflavored, bitter, black or green tea. Okay. And there are a few other things we'll talk about later. Electrolytes, minerals, and... All right. So I got water. I don't drink any of that stuff. Coffee or tea. Mm -mm. Only water. All right. So some people are like, do I have to have coffee? No. (laughs) That means you are really a purist and you're going to have plain. Can I have sparkling water? Plain, unflavored, sparkling water. Beautiful. I'm in it. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Here's why. You can find anything on the internet, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That I read, I heard, I so-and-so, right? People will say, oh, a little squeeze of lemon. Oh, well, apple cider vinegar helps with the digestion. Oh, even people are like, I drink pickle juice for the electrolytes. I drink bone broth because it helps me get through a fast. It's like, wait, that's food, people. That's nutritious. Those have nutrients in them. That gets your digestion going. So here are two reasons why I beat this drum of the clean fast. So I'm not the food police. I am the clean fasting police because it makes fasting easier. I know that doesn't make sense. It's like, but a little lemon will make it easier. No, anything that has nutrients or sweetness or fruity flavor or food flavor, um, will do a couple things. It'll get digestion going. Those nutrients will uh, get the brain excited, like good food's coming. And then when you don't feed it because you think you're fasting, but you gave it that little lemon, the brain is like, gets grumpy. It's like, wait, you said you were feeding me. I aligned. I prepared myself to receive food. Where is it? So fasting clean, plain, unflavored water, plain, unflavored black coffee, plain, unflavored bitter green or black tea. That doesn't mean chamomile or mint or ginger or lemongrass, plain green tea, black tea. If you like, I don't like tea. I don't drink tea. (laughs) It makes me feel awful. So, so I'm a coffee, a plain black coffee gal and a plain water gal. And I like some sparkling water too. So then go drink your plain water, go to bed. You might find you go to bed a little early because you're like, what am I supposed to be doing? If I can't, <laughs> I can't watch Ted Lasso without a glass of wine, right? <laughs> so you might go to bed early and then you sleep and you wake up and you add 12 hours to when you closed your eating window. So eating, your eating window closed at 8.30 and at 8.30 a.m., that's when you can have your candy coffee. This is what I call creamy sweet coffee. Everybody loves their creamer. You know? um, that's when you can have a meal, have your, have your candy coffee. And then for some people, that 12 hours is a stretch. There, if you wake up at six and you're used to eating the second you wake up and you've got to wait till that clock strikes 12 hours, for some people, that's really challenging. Other people are like, nah, I don't eat breakfast anyway. Yeah, sure. It might taste terribly, but I'll have a black coffee. I'll get suffer through the morning and, <laughs> and eat, you know, after 12 hours. Other people are like, 12 hours is no problem. Well, I could go 14 or 16 on the first day. Okay. Do what has you feel well. And okay. it's not a competition. This is not the fasting Olympics. Yes. You can ease in. Okay. So you hit that 830 and then you'll have a 12 hour eating window on your first day. And then on the second day, go a little longer. 
15 minutes longer, 30 minutes longer, go a little longer, go a little longer. And you may feel at some point like, oh, okay, I can have my water. I can have a black coffee. I'm just going to make it through the morning and see how long I go. Yeah. You know, until, and the thing to realize is that hunger is, Jen Stevens wrote a book called Delay, Don't Deny, and subsequently a, a New York Times bestseller called Fast Feast Repeat, which I oh. really recommend. And But in her first book, Delay, Don't Deny, she says, there's a whole chapter called Hunger is Not an Emergency. Oh, so I need know, that repeated. Hunger is not yeah, an emergency. It isn't. Now, if you're shaky, you should eat. Yeah. For sure. Shakiness yeah. and strong, ravenous feelings that don't subside. Yeah. You should eat. And you... That you, that doesn't mean you failed. Your body was strongly communicating to you that you need to eat now. But thoughts of food, a stomach rumbling, kind of a funny, empty-ish feeling in our stomach, that's not actually hunger. That's an alert system. <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm glad you were able to differentiate the difference. Yeah, if you're hungry and shaking, you're about to pass out, definitely eat. But I think yeah. a good amount of us, because we've been eating unhealthy and kind of like binge eating, we get into that mode of, oh, I'm, I, I guess I am hungry, you know, and then we start to, again, go back to romanticizing food. I can eat this. I can eat this versus, wait a minute, are you really hungry? And I think those signals, up, those body signals are a bit um, distorted because of how we've been treating our body. So those signals are a bit off. Would you, would you agree? 100%. So people who are interested in this idea of intuitive eating will be happy to know that intermittent fasting makes that easier, right? So when you're eating later in an eating window of your choice and your design, and you're learning to differentiate between these different hunger signals, hunger, hunger feelings, and know that our physiology is such that our our body is designed to alert us to not forget to eat. But our ancestors didn't have the luxury of food an arm's length away 24-7. So when they got a hunger signal, a hunger alert, because the body really is interested in keeping us alive, yeah. they had, our ancestors had to go find the food, right? So it wasn't just in a fridge or that they didn't have it in the house, if they had a house, you know, if you think way back, right. They had to wait till the morning because we're not nocturnal hunters. So (laughs) human beings throughout all time have had to wait for food. And as such, when we're waiting for food, we get very focused, alert, and clear. Our energy doesn't wane. Our energy stays bright. And and that's why a lot of um, competitive athletes are now training and even competing in a fasted state because their performance is better. Mm -hmm. So this idea of having to fuel up before you work out is, is, it's just a myth. Yeah. (laughs) We've got plenty of fuel on board. (laughs) even when we're, even when people are at their ideal weight. So I'm 58 years old, I'm at my ideal weight and still my body has about 22, 23% body fat on it. So like a quarter of my whole self is fat. I it's fuel. It's I'm not going to run out. There's no chance, no chance (laughs) of ever running out. (laughs) So, 
All right. So what's coming up for you as you're thinking, Veronica, about, so you ate your meal, your wonderful soup, celebratory soup last night, <laughs> and you'll stop eating today at 830. And then let's see, I like how you talked about cluing in to actual hunger. Yeah. So inside the eating window, I always say, it's your eating window. You get to say what you eat and when you eat. But one of the biggest things I work with people on is identifying how often we eat because someone just handed us a cookie. So suddenly it's in our mouth yep. <laughs> or you walk by a candy bowl or, or you, there's nuts on your desk and you're just sitting there at the computer, popping them in like mindlessly. So if we can actually then take that eating window whether it's six hours, as you said, or two hours or 10 hours and, and start noticing hunger and satiety and eating to satisfy hunger and eating to satiety. See, that's one of the problems with dieting is we're eating teeny tiny little unsatisfying meals all day long. Yeah. And maybe the calories add up to 1200, but if we squished those same calories into an eating window, the enjoyment of the meal is so satisfying. Like when we're done eating, we're sad. How did that soup feel when you finished eating? So great. So great. Yeah, you were done. Mm -hmm. you, you'd had enough. Yep. Yep. Didn't even need more chips. So it was good to go. Yep. It was yep. good to go. So, so what people end up doing is they'll kind of forego eating all day because we're busy. Mm -hmm. And we won't even count things like, Oh, I had a little snack in the car. I ate the rest of my food off uh, the food off my kid's plate. That doesn't count. Or, you know, why do we even do that? And, um, and then, as you said, comes the end of the day, it's like, oh my gosh, I haven't even eaten all day long, which isn't really <laughs> intermittent fasting. There's a difference because you've had fruity drinks and hint water and, you know, let's all this little bite of this, a little bite of that. Right. And then you eat a ton and then people eat just lingering throughout. The, so people basically eat or are ingesting flavors from the minute we wake up to the minute we go to sleep. Yeah. So for us to follow this, what would that look like then? So if we weren't to go ahead and, well, is that one of the rules that you don't do these snacks and you sit down and eat a meal? Like, what does this look like? So, what it's very important that when you eat, you are conscious of eating to satiety. It's like, what is that? Yeah, let's go. There is a feeling that see, this is a hundred percent experiential. Right now, we're just talking about it. Talk, yeah. talk, 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 talk. And I try and give impart enough information and inspiration and motivation that people are like, yeah, I'm try that. But it has to be experienced. Like I could say the brain fog list lifted and I felt like myself and I had amazing energy and focus. And until you experience that yourself and you're like, oh, that's what she was talking about. This is so unfamiliar to people. So the feeling of satiety, it starts with hunger is now gone, which mm -hmm. you have to be thinking, right? You have to be aware, like check in with your body. Hunger is now gone. And there's this experience of kind of like a sigh, like you're eating, 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 and you're tasting it and it's delicious. And then you're like, oh, okay, I'm not really hungry anymore. Hunger's gone. And then you can kind of put the fork down and, ah, whew, 
that is satiety. How do you, so I'm glad, take us there, take us there a little bit more and with a little bit farther in depth. Here's why. Because for most of us, when we're eating, we'll eat to hit that pleasure zone and it tastes so good. And we want, we want it again and we want it again. And then after a while we're eating and it's like, ah, I'm still looking for that original first bite feeling. And I'm not oh, getting it's it. So good. Right? So I want can yes. you can you speak more to that? So like let's say somebody's listening to you. Let's say somebody's listening to you right now. They're listening to us and they have food in front of them. Okay, walk us yeah. through this. Walk, we just got our food, walk us through it. Well, there's intermittent fasters say that food never tasted so good. And it's kind of obvious. It's like, well, if you waited all day to eat, of course it tastes good. But it's also physiological. It's that there is this anticipation. That's why Jen Stevens' book, Delay, Don't Deny. It's like, I'm not denying myself of the pleasure of the food. I'm just having it later. And so when you have put your body into a fasted state, which puts the body into a deep cellular repair, like head to toe, every cell and balancing our most important, a most important hormone, insulin, and tapping into our fat stores for fuel. And we feel so good. And then when you stop and actually put, how many people actually put food on a plate? Not many people stand at the fridge and stand at the counter and eat at the computer and eat in the car. So first off, Put food on a plate and sit down. Put your butt on a comfortable where we all are aching for more quiet time. So give yourself this gift of, whew, I'm just, you know, going to eat food Mm -hmm. on a plate. Yes. And appreciate it for a second and breathe and take a bite and taste it and do one thing. And you will notice that. When at the point where you feel satisfied and there's an idea um, in Japan on Okinawa called, called Hari Hachibu, <laughs> Hari Hachibu, which means eat till 80% full. Uh, now, how, what the heck is 80% full? I don't know. Yes. But, but when you discover that for yourself, it's like, well, if you know, you know what stuffed is, ugh, yep. ugh, then you know what maybe a hundred percent full feels like, like you really shouldn't eat anymore. You, you know what that feels like because you won't feel good if you do. So then what's just right before that point, 80% full, Hari, Hari Hachibu. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's an awareness. It's an away. And the thing is, is that we got to know people, you got to know that ultra processed food doesn't allow the satiety hormones to work correctly. So that's why with the ultra processed food, we just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and eat. Um, You can't do that with broccoli and spinach and eggs and steak. (laughs) Yeah. You can't just keep eating, 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 eating. But with the ultra processed food, it just, it's designed with a bliss point of utter happiness that really mostly happens before we eat it. Gotcha. And then it's designed to keep us with with the perfect sweetness, the perfect crunch, the perfect saltiness to not be able to stop. So to answer your question, Veronica, one aspect of being mindful and eating to satiety 
and enjoying the pleasure of the food and the nutrients is to eat real food. (laughs) So I put all ultra processed food for myself, you know, back in my twenties, I just decided there were all these foods that I would categorize for myself as not food. People are like, how did you stop eating refined sugar and drinking diet Coke? And I'm like, I just decided it wasn't food. And I know that sounds like, oh, I just did that. And then it was easy. But, you know, these changing of habits is a big deal. I really recommend the book Tiny Habits by BJ Fogg is an incredible book to start shifting. I like what you said when you said, I'm not denying myself food. I'm delaying it. And I also like, you know, just... You already know what hundred. You already know what full feels like, and it feels absolutely disgusting, you know. And then you have an idea of what you know when you're when you're full, right? You have the, when you're hundred at your hundred percent. So what is right at that eighty? And I love the term. I forgot you said habu something. Hari hachi, hari hachi boo, hari hachi boo, hari hachi boo, ladies. Write that down. Hari hachi boo. I don't care if you're sitting at the dinner table and you're like, okay, I'm eating till I'm hari hachi boo. So that eighty percent, which involves what it sounds like, it involves mindfulness. If you're eating, you're eating, right? I'm not doing anything else. I'm paying attention. I'm I'm in tuned with the flavors. I'm in tuned with eating versus I'm eating and I'm here's, watching TV. Here's the other factor though. Yeah. It has to have it has to be nutri- nutritious. Yep. Right. So you could be eating something. It's important to eat the foods you love. And the foods that love you back, that are giving you what the life energy, the life force that your body needs. So let's view food as fuel and as pleasure, but not forego one or the other, right? So if, you know, people eat dissatisfying, unpleasant little diet meals, there's no satisfaction in that. Not only from the not being able to eat enough food, but the, the the food itself is unsatisfying. So this is part of the equation is if you can be fasting clean and healing your body during the fasting hours and then nourishing and relishing in the delight of delicious food and being mindful during the eating window and you eat to eat a meal to satiety and then pause, go about your day. Yeah. And notice how we just want to pop more things in our mouth. Just notice don't try and correct anything. Just notice. And then what you can say to yourself is, wait, oh, am I actually hungry right now? Huh. I think I'll save that for my dinner later. What time is dinner later? Dinner is at 730. Great. Can I wait until 730 to eat again? And it's like, yes. (laughs) Yes, you can. (laughs) And then you eat to satiety again. We are so used to just grab and go and grab this and rush and eat without thinking and pop things in our mouth and that we don't even think counts. We're like, oh, I didn't really eat a meal. Yeah, but you ate all day. Yep. <laughs> so. Yep. No, I totally agree. I love that. So we're doing, we're doing um, 8.30 plus 12 hours. And then little by little, we're increasing by 15 minute increments, right? Um, yep. What, what would be essentially the go-to goal? So we're um, we're doing that twelve-hour fasting. What is essentially the goal? 
Like what? Within, I would say within a week or 10 days, excuse me, you want to get to 16 hours. So we take the 24 hours and we divide it in two, and that would be 16, eight, 16 hour clean fast and an eight hour eating window. Now, some people could have a meal, a snack and a meal in eight hours. Some, you know, it's divided how you please. I think that for most women, depending on your goals, and really most people, but physiologically, we're different men and women, um, and our hormones work very differently, that maybe the if, if a woman is still um, pre-menopause, that she do 16, eight, the few days before her cycle, before her period. And then after her period, you can really tighten it up. You know, so some people will find depending on the week of the month that you could do a 20 hour fast and eat and a a snack and a meal in a four hour window for a bunch of days, and then settle back into 18, six, where maybe you'll discover that your jam is mostly a six hour eating window, but there are a few days a month that you'd like an eight hour eating window. And then there are a few days a month that you're like, I'm tightening it up. I'm having a four hour eating window. Like going long on Monday or so new fasters tend to, it works better for people who are learning this regimen to have it be consistent for about a month so so that you can get into a rhythm. Yeah. Don't jump to that 16 off the bat ladies. I can already feel you guys doing that. Yeah. So, but if some people are like, you know what, if I can eat my breakfast at 10 and lunch at one and dinner at seven and, or six, you know, and at five, sorry, and close my eating window by six, like 10 to six, that's eight hours. That's a great way to live. And then settle in there, settle in and allow this idea of appetite correction to kick in. We have an appetite center in our brain mm-hmm. and it regulates and governs the hunger and satiety hormones among other things. And once you get in that groove, 10 to six or noon to eight or, you know, eight to four, like you get to say, settle in there. And it's really important to settle in and focus on feeling good Eat the foods that have you feel well, discover the eating window that has you feel well and keep our eyes off the scoreboard. And mostly for people, the scale is the scoreboard, the scale. We think the scale tells us how we're doing in life. It ruins our day. It wrecks our self-esteem. It is, it is not our friend. Mostly it doesn't actually tell us much. (laughs) What is one, if if a woman is listening to this, right, and she's taking notes and doing all of these things, what is one thing you would like her to get from this lesson? To appreciate the quiet and appreciate the idea that this is the shift in mindset to feeling good as opposed to looking to something external for how you're doing. Now, you know how you're doing. How do you feel? How are you sleeping? How's your digestion? Are you celebrating your body for all the, it's wondrous healing that it's doing when you're fasting and to get our attention off an external guide, a list of food you're supposed to eat. And if you don't eat those things and you're not good, if you eat the things that aren't on the list, you're bad and those foods are bad. And so you're bad and you have to try to be good and mm, no, take it out. Yeah. And the other thing I would say is that 
intermittent fasting isn't a thing, right? Like it's not an it, it's not a thing. It would be like relating to sleep, like a thing I'm going to try. Like I would call you and go, Veronica, I heard about this amazing thing. Okay, here, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. Here's what you do. Every night at a certain time, you lie, you get horizontal and you close your eyes. And then after, amount, then, then you hear a bell ring and you sit up and you feel refreshed. It's amazing. I'm going to try it. I heard it's really good. I'm going to try it for a while and see if it works. Do you want to do it with me? Hell yeah. It's absurd, <laughs> right? It's not a thing that we're going to try for a while. Our bodies are designed to pause from eating. Our bodies are designed to heal in a fasting state every day. It's just, we didn't know it. So it's just like, like sleep. The thing I want people to know is it's not a thing you're going to try to see if it works for you. The thing to try is what pattern works for you. What, what schedule of eating and not eating works for you because there is a sweet spot for each person where you can reach your health and weight goals. You can turn around your blood sugar issues and ward off Alzheimer's and ward off type two diabetes and normalize your blood pressure and have your thyroid get balanced and like head to toe. And, you know, one of the surprises for me physically was this debilitating plantar fasciitis, which I don't know if you've ever had it, but it hurts. Whoa. Wow, people out there are like, oh, it hurts so much. And um, it went away within about three to four months of my intermittent fasting. And that never crossed my mind that that fasting boosts our immunity and reduces inflammation. And like I said, there's this phenomenon called autophagy, which is a deep cellular repair that happens when we're in the fasted state. So here I am almost 59 years old and my hair is growing thick. My nails are strong and hard and my eyesight improved and my gum health improved and head to toe. That I'm is a much that. healthier person. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Totally going to try this. Lori, how can we find you? My website is Fast Forward Wellness. So my business is Fast Forward and people can go to the website and see, you know, upcoming group programs and one-on-one coaching, but everybody can enter in your name and email address and I'll send you a free guide on how yes. to start. And so it has this step-by-step how to start and a lot of the health benefits and it's, it's motivating and inspiring. Motivation is short-lived though. I'm sure you've noticed. That's why podcasts like yours and, and classes like mine are so important because we we need each other. Yes, we need we each do. other to stay inspired yes, and uplifted and on track and heading the direction we want to go in. Absolutely. I agree with you a hundred percent. Lori, thank you so much for coming on. This was absolutely amazing. I learned so much. I have like so many notes. I want to hear how you're doing. I really, <clears throat> it makes my heart sing to hear how people are doing and that you're you're trying and, and what you're tinkering and how you're changing it to work for you. So this is super flexible. And yeah, I, I hear from you and hear back from you. Hell yeah, Lori, you know you are. I'm, I'm ex- I, I love the fact that it's already something we're doing. It's... W- w- None of us um, are like, you know, waking up every single five seconds and eating something, you know, um, if you were, right. yeah, you'd have some definite, you know, um, a mental health disorder along with that. We don't sleep, we start to hallucinate, um, <laughs> right? So we're already doing yeah. this. It's just, I love that you just said, you know what you just said, it's, it's, it's developing a pattern that works best for you and it's staying away from 
the diets. It's staying away from like what we need to do. It's more of, okay, how can we help our body work for us? How can we help our body get to that state where it feels healthy? And we're all getting, we are all getting older. And the fact that like you mentioned your eyesight's improving. And I've noticed that with just kind of doing what I've been doing that has been unhealthy. It's like, oh, I'm starting to notice things with my body. And it's like, oh, I need to treat it better. I totally need to treat it better. So I'm so glad you jumped on and I'm so glad we're doing this. And I can't wait for this episode to go live because I know we all need it. I know we all need it. We don't have to buy into that idea that it just gets harder and it's all downhill from here. And my body is just going to be the total breakdown. And I just have to feel worse and worse and worse. No, no, no. (laughs) So I'm in the business of having people feel better and better and better. Yes. Lori, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Veronica. Absolutely. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I want to personally invite you to join our girl gang. It's a free Facebook community for women just like you. Go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash empowered and unapologetic. See you there. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addictive Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addictive Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Hey there, this is Casey McGuire Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen, and I hope you check it out. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. 
We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.